Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Five. It's 12 degrees outside. It's actually warmer than it will probably be later on this week. It's very exciting. Eight past seven, and Mayor Jonathan Labonte is in. He's the mayor of Auburn, complete with bow tie, and he braved the snow and the snow-covered driveway to come in. Thank you. Good morning. It's a great day to have four-wheel drive. It is a very good day to have four-wheel drive. It's been a good month to have four-wheel drive. So let's start off with the uh, with the snow and the storm and and the storms and all this stuff. What's how how are, how's the uh, salt and sand supply in the in the storm budgets looking for Auburn right now? Well, b- b- before I uh, I entertain the the more challenging fiscal fiscal question, um, <laughs> no, we we uh, we do live in Maine, um, <laughs> and it's been snowing a lot. And I I would always rather have fluffy snow than the the stuff that happens when it's thirty degrees. But uh, you know, Auburn just came off our Winter Festival weekend. Uh, which is a big community event, volunteer groups, and we our Lake Auburn neighborhood group had uh, uh, you know bonfires and snowmobile ride-ins with the clubs. Uh, L.A. Trails had you know, snowshoe walks at Mount Appetite, and certainly for Lost Valley, um, and we all know the you know the, the challenge they came into this season with having three feet of snow in a couple of weeks is uh, is great news for them. So for those people who who make their living off of off of the winter. Um, I'm happy to swallow hard uh, for for what we're getting, um, but certainly on, on the city side, uh, it has been a challenge. Um, in particular, with uh, with snow removal, um, you, know, you 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 budget expecting a certain number of storms, and it's always uh, it's always a guessing game uh, in terms of how that shakes out. But our our public works crews, you know, they've been they've been running long shifts, uh, overtime shifts, um, doing what they can to keep the roads clear. And if anyone drove Route Four. During the the, uh, the blizzard a couple of weeks ago, you know our our men and women of that department did a phenomenal job helping folks travel safely. They did. They did a very good job. Unfortunately, they couldn't stop the wind, but you know that was really the the big challenge of that storm. That was the first time I've ever had to leave somewhere and had to just turn around. I'm like, nope, we're good. I'm going home. I'm done here. That's that's great. That was a, it was a good try. But um, but no, you you make a great point because Lost Valley had to kind of delay their season, and all we've heard about really since since last spring summer is how much they were struggling. And you're just sitting there thinking, man, can these guys catch a break? Well, they certainly did with this three feet of snow. So they've got plenty of activities over there. So get out and support Lost Valley. Go to lostvalleyski.com for that. So you can get the plug-in. Hey. That's, that's economic development. Mr. Right Gleason there. would be proud. <laughs> absolutely would be. We try. We try. Um, now, as part of your other stuff, and we're going to get on quite a few things here in, in, in just a little bit, but uh, I did want to go back to, to something as well. In your, in your day job, you're, you're working up in Augusta, and uh, I did want to talk about the governor's new budget. Um, it looks like he's trying to move things along the way to not having a, a state income tax anymore and, and try, to, try to get that ball rolling. Obviously, a lot of changes for that. How's that going to affect Auburn residents? Uh, ho- hopefully in a positive way, and, and everything that, that I'm seeing, uh, it, it has been you know, there are a couple of pieces to that. You know, the, the, the governor the governor says, and I certainly believe, uh, I would trust Maine people with the money in their back pocket uh, before we would, uh, you know, trust gov- government to make the decision about those priorities. So the governor is looking to put more money in the back pockets of Maine people, and um, one way to do that is to uh, have Maine people choose to be taxed when they 
go out and spend the money versus having it come directly uh, out of their check before it lands lands in their wallet. Uh, in the city of Auburn, you know, and we can certainly talk talk more as as the show goes on. Um, people talk about revenue sharing, which is the state providing uh, an operating subsidy to the 500 municipalities in the state. Auburn gets about one and a half million. Um, the governor's proposing to move the $60 million statewide in revenue sharing into a property tax fairness credit. So manners of uh, more limited means uh, can have direct relief in their income tax return, uh, as, as opposed to hoping that local cities and towns lower their budgets. And uh, as I've said to people um, quite openly, and I, I said this long before I joined the governor, uh, Auburn continues to sit on significant inefficiencies. And until we have the political will um, to grind out those inefficiencies, I'm not sure state taxpayers ought to be subsidizing that. And you know, I, I gave some examples of last night's council meeting that we can talk about in the program or even in follow-ups. Now, the Androscoggin Valley Council of Governments uh, gets a, a hundreds of thousands of dollars a year uh, in federal money that comes to the Lewis and Auburn region that Lewis and Auburn could probably spend much more efficiently uh, helping to support our overhead, our internal engineering and public works and planning staff. And uh, for whatever reason, uh, politicians uh, and bureaucrats choose to protect certain sacred cows and that's fine, but uh, we shouldn't be subsidizing sacred cows. That that sounds very uh, that that sounds very uh, enlightening. That's good. Sacred sacred cows. I feel like I'm in India all of a sudden. <laughs> you know, Mayor Labonte is in. He's from Auburn. Of course, he also works up in Augusta as well. We'll have more with him coming right up. Twelve degrees. Z one zero five five. The new Z one zero five five. New music. New music. Z. The new Z one zero five five. Thirteen degrees. Seven nineteen. Mayor Labonte is in. And uh, taking questions via the social media. Anybody you get a shout out during the show, Mayor Labonte? I think, I think Jim Hart and his great construction crew. I think they've. Uh, <laughs> Has he picked up his sign yet, or is it out under the snow? That's what I'm wondering. As you probably know, Jim's also an Auburn firefighter, so we can maybe uh, do a shout out to uh, the, the men and women of our Auburn Fire Department. And any any other organizations that need anything at this point? Well, I you know what? It's funny that you ask, Maddie. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, I, actually, when I posted on social media, uh, Kelly David, uh, who works at Central Maine Orthopedics, a great community volunteer, um, uh, she's been very active in Why Play, um, past chair of Why Play, and Why Play started a program called Why Not. Um, uh, Michael Malloy, I believe, was chair of Why Play at the time they started that up, and it's a, a really intensive two to three week uh, engagement around you know getting people to connect with the community, everything from you know where are the places to get outdoors to what's the local transit system like to you know, what the heck do they do in those city council meetings? So uh, I think they got a prog- another program starting up here in the spring, whyplay.com, and uh, folks uh, folks should check it out. What uh, Let's let's actually go back to that because you, you just made a, uh, a, a good thing and, and talked about the, uh, the city council meeting last night and good segue there. How was the city council meeting last night? I know there's there's – it's like House of Cards in Auburn, so you know. Let's let's talk I, about that. I don't think anyone's ever been been tossed in front of a a, a metro car yet. I'm not sure our buses go that fast yet. No 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 season two spoilers if folks haven't watched <laughs> yet. Um, I it it, it it was a, it was a it was a very good meeting. Um, uh, it was a productive meeting. Um, we had a couple of presentations that they they don't usually play out into sort of workshops during the meeting, but we invited in the community, Little Theater and LA Arts. Um, to hear a bit of an update uh, of what both those organizations are uh, are up to, um, you know, CLT has been around for uh, several generations, uh, and if folks uh, haven't been to one of their performances, um, you know, first class performances. It's all volunteer. It's community members. It's 
people that live in your neighborhood, people that you work with, and, and maybe uh, kids that your your children go to school with. Um, great great programming. Uh, CLT actually was uh, approached along with the city of Auburn um, for a, a development uh, at that uh, Great Falls school site. Um, we had a developer uh, uh, express interest in rehabbing that building uh, for uh, a private development and perhaps even building an, a, an additional building uh, that could have some commercial storefronts at the corner of High and Academy Street. Uh, we hadn't really talked about that publicly before. Uh, it could be a, you know an eight to ten million dollar investment in our downtown. Uh, and, and CLT came forward last night and said that they that they would be interested in sitting uh, closely with the city. We weren't able to make the deal happen uh, last year, uh, but there's certainly still interest. So um, anyone who's driven by that building uh, uh, along Academy Street, it's a it's a tired building. Uh, it certainly needs a needs a little bit of love um, and. Uh, we're, we're hopeful we can find a, a development partner to work with us in CLT to, to give that building some new life. No, oh, that's that's really good. Mayor Labonte from Auburn, bow tie and all. And, of course, he made it into this four-wheel drive today, which was nice. Coming up, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, general fund revenue and uh, quite a few other things as well. You're listening to The Breakfast Club at 723, 13 degrees. This is your home for Edward Little and Lewiston High School basketball. The tournament's coming right up. Go Eddies. You, yeah. <laughs> Wow. you got to remember, we, we broadcast to Lewiston, too. You, Go Eddies. You don't, <laughs> you don't have any personal tie-ins with Lewiston at all, huh? A- no. Actually, the, the uh, Lewiston High School cheerleaders won another state championship on Saturday. My, my girlfriend is the uh, one of the coaches of that team, so I would be in trouble if I didn't give them a shout-out, too. They are a dynasty. They're like a modern-day dynasty pretty at this much. point, and it's, it's pretty awesome. We'll have more coming up, and uh, Mayor Labonte will talk about his love for Edward Little. You're listening on The Z. USA Sports, I'm Jet Williams, the pod. Number one, 13 degrees outside. Mayor Labonte is in with us, discussing things here in Auburn. He's declaring his love for everything Red Eddie at this point, which is good. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the general fund. Um, it was a pretty fun study last week. Senator Brakey was in. Uh, Senator Libby's been in as well. We've talked about this. There was a, a big thing that came out last week that uh, basically most of the, the general assistance stuff is down in Portland. And it's by a very, very wide margin as compared to what we're always hearing about with, with Lewiston and Auburn. That's, that's, that's our big problem, supposedly. Um, what's, what's going on? It, it's, uh, I, I always hear that Lewiston and Auburn should strive to be like Portland, yet it seems like we're, we're actually doing all right in comparison. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see how to answer that. <laughs> well, you can take a few swipes at Portland, and it's fine. We're no, always no, on the local I, radio I, station. I, I, uh, I, I love Portland. Uh, in, in fact, when, when folks in, in L.A. Uh, make comments about how we're going to beat Portland or take them down or we don't need them, you know, we're, we're all in this together. We're, we're in Maine. We're in a right now a, a high-tax state. Um, there's not nearly as much economic opportunity as we want for um, either for the people that are here now or, you know, our kids or grandkids that will come up uh, later. Uh, and, and, and Portland is a, is a, is at the center of a region that's growing. Uh, you know, we, you and I spoke offline, you know, Sun Life Insurance, you know, bringing 200, um, well-paying jobs, uh, to Scarborough is a, is a great thing for, uh, for the greater Portland area and for the state. Um, but the general assistance, um, for, for your listeners to know, you know, it's a, it's a welfare program of, of last resort. Uh, you know, folks find themselves, uh, unable to pay bills at a point where they, you know, electricity may get shut off. They may not have hot water. Um, you know, they uh, they're not able to pay their rent. Uh, the the city, the city government, the town government, is in a place where it can help them. 
Uh, and for the most part in Maine, uh, the lion's share of Maine communities, the state will will reimburse that town or city for 50 cents of every dollar they spend. So um, it's really it's really a program of last resort. Uh, last year, Auburn spent about $140,000 total, um, you know, helping helping residents who were uh, were struggling. Uh, Lewiston, uh, I think, almost $800,000. Um, you know, certainly there are are uh, the demographics and the, the density of challenges in, in Lewiston are larger than that in Auburn. Um, where the numbers really look out of whack is when you compare those to Portland. You know, we were a comparable population size here in L.A., um, comparable number of people living in, in, in poverty. And, it, you know, it is kind of hard to talk about, you know, people who are living in poverty is just stats. But um, it's how we have to talk about some of this stuff from, a, you know, how do you make policy and how do you help those folks? You know, Portland's spending, you know, close to 10 times uh, what we're spending here in Lewiston, Auburn. And, you uh, uh, it's 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 not that there are that many more people living in poverty. Um, it's not just uh, that the cost of living in Portland. It's not ten times you know, a, a rent in LA of five hundred bucks is not five thousand dollars in Portland. So that there's certainly a, a, a there there, uh, especially where some of those decisions are being made at the local level. And I think the you know, the, the governor uh, is is doing the right thing and trying to. You know, this is not an issue for all five hundred main municipalities. There is an anomaly. Um, and we should be talking about the anomaly and not trying to treat everyone uh, as if the issue were the same. Let's um, let's talk. Uh, what can we do to make? Because Portland is a really tough city to to live in in terms of like cost of living wise. I mean, you got to pay for if you're working downtown. If you get a decent job, you got to pay for parking. You got to do this. You got to do that. You know, housing costs down there are, are a lot higher than they are here. And it, yet, it seems to me like people that want to work in Portland are moving to places like Wyndham. Or Standish, or Scarborough, or the places around there, Gorham, those those places, occasionally like the Sanfords. What do we do to take Lewiston, Auburn, and make that the commuter the the commuter place where people can live here if they want to work in Portland? That's fine. Obviously, we want to bring jobs here as well. But uh, you know, if they want to do that, that's fine because then it, that can bring that money up here because the drive's about the same. And I'd probably rather drive on ninety five than say down three hundred two. Yeah. Um, uh, you, you mentioned Senator Brakey. He actually uh, has put in a uh, put in a bill um, uh, for those folks who who want to commute to Portland from Lewiston Auburn versus say Biddeford Saco or a Wyndham Gorham. You know the the hit to their monthly budget is significant uh, compared to other places. I mean, take Brunswick to Portland, same distance, uh, except they they have no tolls to pay. So there's certainly a, there's a financial hit that people take with if they were to move to to this region. But you know our housing's affordable. Um, you know, we, we can we, we have fun debates during budget season, but we have, you know, we have great elementary schools. We have great high schools, you know, not only Lewiston and EL, but St. Dom's uh, uh, in, in, in our region. One of the things that I pushed for two years ago, and you know, we can talk more about political sacred cows and whether folks actually do their job or don't do their job and what the consequences should be. But I worked with Mayor Brennan and, and Mayor McDonald to have our three city councils, uh, Mayor Brennan being the mayor of Portland, Pass a resolve saying we wanted to have commuter service, um, you know, a bus that would run, you know, fifteen to twenty times a day from downtown LA to downtown Portland. Um, you know, does that get everyone to every job? No. Uh, but as I've said, if, if if Auburn can recruit ten to fifteen people a year to move into our downtown, that changes one or two city blocks every year, uh, and that becomes real real momentum. Uh, and it, you know, especially for service jobs, when you think of what someone. Um, you know, living downtown might be making right now in a service job in L.A. That service job is paying more in Portland because it has to. Well, if we can help that person make a, a, a higher uh, hourly wage in Portland and bring that money back to support their family, maybe save up to buy a house, 
um, that can make a real difference for for families. So. I continue to push for a commuter service as a, as a first step. We're, we're still in conversations with Concord Trailways to get that uh, Auburn to Portland and Boston service up and running, and I think that's getting close. Um, and we're actually talking, uh, because AVCOG has been unresponsive to our requests around the commuter study, we've actually gone directly to uh, the Portland Metro, uh, the organization that runs the Portland Transit Service, and they've agreed to put together a business plan for us to get that commuter service running. So I think that's one tangible step we can take. Um, but just telling people in Portland um, about the opportunities here, and I don't think people really have a sense because a lot of, a lot of folks don't travel up. <laughs> they may travel down, but they don't travel up. I guess I'm the opposite. I try to travel up instead of down at every possible opportunity. Mayor Labonte is in. We'll talk more with him coming up. It is 744. It's 14 degrees. You're listening to Z1055. The Breakfast Club. Oxford Mayor Z1055, 14 degrees. Mayor Labonte is in. Julie Rabinovitz will be in next hour, Main Department of Labor. Right now we'll uh, continue on with Mayor Labonte. So um, one of the uh, – I know last year was not the, the greatest year for the Norway Savings Bank Arena in terms of, of, of profitability. Things looking up this year because it looks like you guys have really kind of changed tack and are trying to get it marketed more because – that's a pretty big jewel to have right here sitting there and underutilized, uh, many would say. Yeah, you know, th- uh, Tim Holden, uh, who's come in uh, as the new GM up there, uh, uh, I've uh, had nothing but positive experiences uh, with him since he came in uh, in June of last year. Um, I had a number of conversations with our city manager, Howard Kroll, um, and I've certainly, uh, as I- I've had time, unfortunately being mayor is not full-time, at times I wish it was, um, talking with some of the businesses uh, in the neighborhood, uh, about ways to make sure we're fully taking advantage of that facility for for economic development and getting getting folks in there. Uh, there is still work to be done, um, but you know, just a few weeks ago, the uh, international uh, police uh, police fire and military games uh, winter games were there. Uh, great hockey tournament um, with 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 veterans and, and folks in our local uh, public safety agencies. Um, a great event that that uh, bought a lot of ice time for a full weekend, and the goal is to build events uh, that can do that. Uh, anyone who read the paper uh, the last couple days, obviously there's some junior hockey coming to Lewiston and potential of now a second junior team. While that's at the Colisee, I, I think what we need to focus on here in Lewiston-Auburn and even in, in the greater region is more hockey is good for everybody. Um, and slowly rebuilding Lewiston-Auburn as hockey town, uh, having those two sheets of ice is going to be critical when you when you consider what the Colisee has and what other ice is available if we want to be able to attract uh, bigger tournaments here. It is. It's a it's a big deal, and, and hockey is becoming one of those becoming one of those sports where every time I turn around now, you know, it, it's funny. I, I base everything on like Facebook friends and stuff like that. Oh, off to the hockey tournament! Off to the hockey tournament! It's like how many people play? I don't remember this many kids playing hockey when I was that age, and definitely right there. So hopefully that turns around and uh, everybody can be happy with that investment. That's a beautiful facility over there, really in a really good location as well. You you can't find a better location than that. So Mayor Labonte is in right now. Now, fun question. Okay. UMaine's going to take on Tulane next year. Are you already planning the road trip? I'm, I'm, well, I'd, it'll be a fly trip. I'm not going to drive to, to <laughs> New Orleans. But uh, no, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm obviously a, a black bear, went to, went to UMaine, have stayed active. Uh, uh, I love the football program. Jack Cosgrove uh, is a is a great man uh, and a great football coach. And what they're able to do, and what's the equivalent of the SEC uh, in one uh, AA or, or FCS football for those who follow, is uh, is impressive. And uh, for them to open at BC, 
uh, and then head down to, to New Orleans to take on Tulane, I think just shows that the, the program is trying to continue to lift itself up. So I'm excited. i got a group of friends. Uh, we're all going to fly down and uh, make a, a longer weekend of it and, and tailgate in New Orleans. So I, are, you, are you looking to come down and maybe do a, a live broadcast, a live remote? I would, I would love to do that. Can we get that. Dick Leeson to if, do that? If you, can, if, you can get, if you can talk Dick into it, I'm, I'm totally down I, I think that. what Dick would say is find me the sponsors and I'll let Matty go. <laughs> Or he just roll his eyes. Well, he's a, he's a humane guy. He's a black bear. He is. He I, th- is. I think he'd want to send send the whole crew. I, I agree. I think so. That would be Z one zero five five live from. Uh... <laughs> Goodness, at least it wouldn't be Mardi Gras time. I mean, that's something. I think that's... it's I think it's Mardi Gras time every day in it, New Orleans. I, I think you're right. Mayor Labonte, he's the mayor of Auburn. Good to see you. It's great to be here. I can't wait to come back. Last time you were in, I made sure I avoided you. So. I yeah, I was like, oh, male body's here. I got to take the week off. So I heard you were walking around in in sandals in the winter. I totally was. Yeah, pretty much until like December. That's that's how I roll. Like with, with sandals and socks. That's the Maddie way. No, no socks. Right. No, we don't. No, that and that would only be with Tevas. You know, so the Velcro ones. Tevas, 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 Tevas. I don't know. Coming up in the next hour. <laughs> Coming up in the next hour. How to pronounce footwear? Mary Labonte. Wrap it up, and uh, we'll have Julia Rabinovitz from the Maine Department of Labor next hour as long as she can get into our parking lot. Go, Eddie's. <laughs> Reminder, high school basketball coming up this Friday. The other little girls will be here on Z1055. They'll be taking on Mount Blue. And uh, the boys will be playing Saturday night against the winner of Mount Ararat and Brewer. Lewiston will be playing Coney right before that. We'll have the Oxford Hills games on 92.7. Had to let the mayor get his plug in for the Red Eddies. 756. Z1055. The Breakfast Club! Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.